0: Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, you know what it is. Two more amazing guests. Pew, pew. First up, Laura Leatherberry of Sipping This and Marilyn Van Alstein of Wifey Rose. Pew, 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 pew. pew. Everybody drink
1: rose. Uh. Rose, so sipping rose. rose. We're gonna sip rose, rose, sipping rose. Baby girl, she don't play, don't play. So, we sipping rose. rose, we're gonna sip rose. That rose hour, baby, rose.
0: sipping rose. Be- hey there, friends, it's Renee here at the rose hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh you thought I was going to introduce you after last week I, no, I,
1: I, 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 don't, I didn't even want it Yeah I don't need it no more
0: So do your own intro
1: Hey it's me Bartender Ben I'm here A- on the Rose A- Hour Podcast Doing the do Yay
0: I'm I'm elongating my A's You know why? Why? Because today we are celebrating You know why? Why? Because today is the day That it's the first Freaking full day that a black woman who's also half Indian is going to potentially be the vice president of the United States of America.
1: I I think that uh requires a standing ovation. You know, if you can look at us right now through the uh through the headphones, we're standing up clapping, man. Like, this is amazing for real. And I mean, you know, I'm joking around, but nah, this is a real serious thing. But you know what was crazy. When she was first running for office i kind of had a feeling that she would end up being the vice president's candidate so i, I kind of felt that way
0: you know? i wanted her to be president and you know that because yeah. you know i did I, I did some fundraisers and some things for her uh and, and more recently worked with her team on some small business stuff uh and legislation called the saving our street act for black and brown small business owners to get Uh, basically, like, how people got a stimulus check for black and brown small business owners to get stimulus checks.
1: We need them.
0: Yeah, and so clearly that has not passed Congress, but there's some good things coming. But, like, she's such a well-rounded person. I love that she's the VP. I mean, everyone who knows me knows that um, I knew already. Like, my boss texts me, like, aw, you called it. I was like, duh, have you ever like gone against me in anything. You shouldn't. Because I know, I be knowing. She be knowing. I be knowing.
1: I ain't gonna lie, in the political space, she is kind of like Rain Man though. She be knowing all the senators when they left office, who done did this and they grandkids was It's was my like,
0: job to do so I'm a I mean, lobbyist no, I ain't gonna lie But
1: like you're very Very knowledgeable in that And it's, it's cool to be able To pick your brain Sometimes with, with You know the knowledge That you do know about Politics and 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 how it affects us As you know Americans And, and just you know Just being with you You know I learned a lot About um, Lobbying space What it means And the importance for us To understand how laws Are written in the first place Yeah, yeah. You know um, I think you know, especially in our community, like we we do a lot of marching, mm-hmm. which is okay to you know come together as a group. But really, what needs to happen is that that money needs to be put in behind these laws.
0: Yeah, well, you know? and, and like John Lewis, you know, uh, God rest his soul, and I was so thankful that I got to know him. And like you know, I I knew a lot of his staffers. Shout out to my big sis Rachelle and uh, Denise um in and Andrew in his office um but it's like he marched you know and uh, um he was uh, bloody sunday was a situation that he was a part of and you know he still continued marching but he also knew the actual items didn't come from marching as well right Right. you can't just march alone because we're not at the table we're not the people who are uh with the pen if you will to change laws and so you have to have people and elect them to be able to do so and i mean i'm just so excited because um i know a lot of people have their feelings about her uh senator harris but i'm like One, she's the second black woman elected to the United States Senate. The first, Carol uh, Mosey ron another mentor. Yay! Mm -hmm. But also, like, what she did in California. And a a lot of people go against her record. And it's like Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar, who's running for president as well, had a worse record than her, right? Um, In Minnesota. Minnesota. And no one cared.
1: I mean, I think, you know, Right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yes, per capita, is she going to lock up more people, as they put it? Yes, California.
1: It's, <laughs> it's the, big. <laughs> oh, name the largest state in the union. I think it's that one of Texas. It's California. Bet. I mean, you know, one, 102, you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, so, yeah, I mean, when people were bringing up that statistic, but I'm like, you know what? She's in the biggest state.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, she's going to lock up. The numbers are there, statistics
0: speaking Duh
1: Right, and you know, we always know that You can bend statistics to paint whatever picture you want So
0: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. like, was she a horrible AG? No, because she did do a lot of things And programs as well I think because the rhetoric is Oh, we have to Like, find the demise of this black woman You know, it's like Do some Googles, people If you want to go support Kanye And you do no Googles then you definitely Probably hate Kamala Kanye is is Being used as a pawn And if you vote for Kanye you're also a pawn
1: Yeah so it's not a joke Do not waste your vote On writing in Kanye If he's not on the ballot And even if he is please do not do that That's Yeah right. and
0: don't, wait, and, and, and it's don't not, not vote Either right Like everyone has to vote I don't care if your state is super duper blue right we can't do this we cannot at all waste this opportunity and you know usually I try not to be so partisan but I have to be because it's my best interest
1: I mean also too it's just like you see what the dude in office is doing (laughs) you see it yeah so you you know we have a a voice to, to change that
0: yeah and then like he had these executive orders over the weekend where essentially, like, he was trying to roll, um, you know, student loan debt, and he was trying to, you know, cut um, uh, unemployment benefits basically by two hundred dollars for people. So right now it's like six hundred a week. So he's trying to take it down to four. States are supposed to pay twenty five percent. So regardless of where your state is, you may not have the money to pay for it. And then the federal government is supposed to pay um, uh, three hundred for it. And so, like, it, it's crazy because he didn't consult any of the states he just made this executive order and it's like how can we just keep having someone who doesn't even understand the, how the laws of the land are created and how due process works and just it's just so crazy y'all
1: I think he understands it I think he also knows that he can just do whatever you want to do
0: yeah there's that
1: you know and it, in a way it's kind of cool No been in a way is just like damn this dude this is the actual president you know this is not like a movie this is not a comedy
0: <laughs> i know, <laughs> you know and like, I mean? how many people die because of covid because of him and his thoughts right and then i mean i i don't want to go too far down this road because this is supposed to be a uplifting podcast and so with uplifting i want to look at it from the perspective of we have an opportunity for a black woman to be a vice president this episode we're talking to nothing but women entrepreneurs
1: man you know what it seems like there's more women entrepreneurs than men
0: it is and that's actually a statistic
1: i feel like you know what (laughs) i mean like even in you know in the space that we work like i feel like i'm always running up on women trying to do something
0: well i mean women are are more innovative
1: and and i agree and i and and this is my challenge to my uh brothers out there and I'm not just saying black brothers, all men out here, hey, we need to get our game up, man.
0: Yes.
1: Because these women they uh they they're entrepreneuring us under the table.
0: Yeah. And I mean <laughs> they, they are working
1: us, man. We got we gotta, you know, uh regain some balance.
0: Well and I mean <laughs> whatever you identify, you know, it's great to uh have that support and I agree we are seeing a surge of women owned businesses. And like it's super awesome because the types of businesses we open are so different than women, you know, like we're opening businesses for products that we actually use and not waiting for men to do it because you have not had a menstrual. We're going there. Men have men who are identified as men who have not had menstruals, right? A man has made the products that we use. They are the most annoying, non-working, disgusting things ever. Yeah, women now who are entrepreneurs have come into the business, and guess what?
1: What <laughs>
0: products that feel amazing.
1: See, I mean, but that's the type of um, stuff that should be encouraged. Yeah. You know? Um, I me mean, personally, I enjoy working with female entrepreneurs because the mindset is completely different than a dude. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a sound stereotypical, but women just seem more open minded. You know, um, about what you can do with the business and the vision and you know this guy sometimes seems like well closed mind like this is my vision uh,
0: yeah like there's no room for interpretation because yeah. what's in your head is in your head and, and and I think that's the beauty of being a business owner right like you can do it both ways but you know it's a little easier when you're more flexible true because opening a business is hard it, it, it's not a lot of you know space to be rigid
1: <laughs> right right
0: well, speaking of which, okay, what are we drinking? Because drink. it's by a woman-owned business.
1: Oh, hey, it's drink wifey. Yay!
0: Man, it,
1: it, one, the bottle is real cool because it doesn't look like a traditional rose bottle.
0: Yeah, it's got yeah. like a painting-esque feel to it. Yeah, it's like this. It has like a pair of lips on it, like a, like a kiss, and it's the cute writing that says "wifey." And I just think of that. Uh, what 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 song is it? Would you be my wifey? Oh, oh what was
1: that? A Jagged Edge song? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or their other song, we must just do it. (laughs) Me me at the (laughs) altar at your white dress. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this reminds me of. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is super, 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 super alcohol fun filled for you. I love it. Yeah, we know you love high alcohol content. It's 115 Five. Man, up and Wifey Rose Sparkling Wine is produced and bottled in beautiful Veneto region of northeastern Italy it's uh, made 100% from Robosto grapes and if I'm butchering these someone tell me because I'm still learning you know that's what this is all about we're all on this journey together some are more advanced than others uh, Wifey Rose has a fresh and fragrant taste that pleasantly reflects fruit scents and a crisp finish
1: pew pew I love the rosé
0: yeah yeah
1: you know um, so if you had to store pick it up
0: yeah the price point is super fetch here mm-hmm. at least in DC it's like $15
1: yeah is it at Trader Joe's
0: no it's not at Trader okay. Joe's it's not at tra- that's uh, McBride sisters that just recently <clears throat> went there okay. but this is pretty much at every adult beverage wine store liquor store in in um most of the northeast uh so like Connecticut um New York New Jersey I think she said some in Delaware Philly I believe and here Maryland DC Virginia so it's really really awesome But Michaela Excuse me Michaela Marilyn is her name Excuse me for that Marilyn uh, The owner And we talked to her You know In our second interview She talks about You know How she got started In the business And what I love about it Is her story About how she met Diddy and started working for him, mm. and so it's super to awesome. That. Yeah, yeah. You gotta hear that. And then our first entrepreneur that we talked to is Laura of Sipping This, and she makes coasters, T-shirts that are fun-filled. I
1: love her stuff. Yeah, her I stuff ordered those cool.
0: coasters. Yes, yeah, we
1: need that. Like, you know, like her branding is really good. You know, the stuff she makes is really, really good. Please go check her out. What What is her Instagram? Is that? It's at, at
0: sipping, sipping this. this. Yes. And it's super cool. She's super awesome. She's in New York, originally from the Midwest as well. What, what? what, what? Wisconsin. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love the snow... Times in Wisconsin Lots of ski resorts Sorry I was sipping rosé At that moment Where I was talking But yeah So she is super awesome As well And loved The energy she has And just the innovation That she created Her own business You know like How people Move from The working world To be Sole proprietors Is so amazing
1: Yes And the the It makes it much easier To get started And do the research That's needed To get your business going
0: Yeah Yeah well, I'm excited about this. Uh, and also, uh, Sunday is a special day.
1: Uh-oh, what's going on?
0: It's your birthday!
1: Oh, damn. Yeah! <laughs> I totally forgot.
0: So damn. we want to send a shout out to you, bartender Ben, on this episode. Because the next one won't be after. So this is your last episode being 37. Damn. Dun dun dun. Damn. So happy birthday, blah blah blah! Yay! <laughs> Man, I feel
1: every day. Thirty-seven. <laughs> well, welcome to thirty-eight. Damn, thirty-eight! <laughs> you try, I'm trying to roll it back, and you, you add no.
0: I'm like, wait, did you just try to take like stay like I am Benjamin Button? You're like saying right now, no, you're not. So. Yeah. Yeah, this is all setting in early If you're having this birthday and forgetting your age
1: He's <laughs> it definitely doing that
0: Well, let's get into our first interview with Laura And so you can, like, drink some more rosé And kind of be at peace with your last Wednesday As a 37-year-old Dun-dun-dun
1: Sounds so final with the music, too
0: Yes What could have <laughs> been like with this?
1: Oh, shit Wow, well, Damn, damn. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's go to our first interview with Laura from Sipping This. Pew, 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 pew. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, you guys are in for such a treat. We have someone who is an entrepreneur. She is amazing. She has so many different sayings that are amazing that I never even thought about that make sense when I'm drinking. Wine, rosé, charnay, everything. Say hey. I mean, her her (laughs) coasters are beautiful. Her t-shirts are amazing. They're inspiring. They're fun. They're festive. Ladies and gentlemen, the owner of Sipping This the amazing Laura Leatherberry.
3: Oh <laughs> thank you, Renee. so much for having me. Of
0: course, <laughs> of course. Thanks for joining me on National Rose Day. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so uh, i I just want to get into your interview because <laughs> I want to know, like, how did you create this business that's so amazing? Like, I follow you on Instagram and I fangirl over like what awesome <laughs> saying you're going to come up with next because your brain is amazing.
3: <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, of course. Yeah, of no course. yeah I, I started, so I started my business sipping this about two years ago now. So it's still fairly new, but I'm getting, you know, further into it and Um, My background is in advertising and marketing. So I worked, you know, for other brands for a lot of years and kind of, you know, I loved what I did, but I also just felt like my creativity was really kind of stunted by the the clients and limited by the clients that I worked on. Mm. And I really just wanted to do something like more freeing, something that I just like, I can make people laugh, I can find a new way to connect people. And so that's really how it all started. It was kind of just a creative outlet for me. And I started kind of coming up with these funny little wine things, because I love wine. <laughs> and my husband's in the wine business. So I've, you know, I've gotten to learn more about wine and try more wines through him. And um, yeah, so one day I just started posting these funny little wine sayings on Instagram. Sometimes I would teach, um, kind of use them as little teaching moments to teach little fun facts about wine. And it kind of just started from that as like a meme account. I wanted to make people laugh and smile and, and kind of help help people feel, kind of learn about wine and, and um, have fun with it. And then as I was kind of doing it more as a, a hobby, I started getting all these people asking me like, "Where can I buy your products?" And at the time, it was it was funny because I didn't I didn't have products yet, and so um, you know the, the the design I used looked like coasters, and so people were like, "I want to buy these coasters. Where can I get them?" And that's really how it all started. Um, so I I didn't know a lot about manufacturing, but I just I was like, "I'm going to do this. Like, this is awesome. Like, I'm making people laugh. I you know I love." giving like funny gifts to people. So it like made sense for me. And I wanted to to allow other people to kind of give these like funny wine themed gifts. And then I also realized like, you know, being a wine lover and my husband in the wine industry, we over the years had gotten a lot of gifts, but I felt like a lot of the wine swag out there was like, I don't know, it's just a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's a little cheesy sometimes or a little dated in, in like the way it was designed. So, you know, I really set out to like, how can I create th- products that are really unique um, that are really funny and edgy in some cases um, for wine lovers and kind of using a different type of humor, um, you know, making the design feel really modern and fresh so that it could appeal to both women and men <laughs> um, and fun, like colorful and fun and When I looked into manufacturing, you know, I wanted to make sure everything was done here in the US. I work with the printing company I ended up working with. She's a female-owned printing company. So really, everything I was doing, you know, I hadn't done it before, but I really kind of put a lot of thought into, okay, if I'm gonna create these products, how do I create them and, and ha- you know, the values that I and have them reflect the values that I have, um, both in supporting other women and quality products. It's, the coasters are used with recycled materials, like making sure it was like not having a huge impact on the environment. So I've really thoughtfully like went in and, and tried to, try to create my products in that way. Um, and yeah, and then I just, I started selling them and, and Um, it's really just kind of grown a lot over the last couple of years from there. And I just, you know, I've self-funded bootstrapping really kind of like learning as I go and, um, you know, really growing a community and kind of growing my offerings and I product offerings. And at the end of the day, making people laugh and especially like people who love wine, like that's what I love most about what I do. I can really like make these products or the posts on Instagram that, you know, really get people smiling and laughing and then create these gifts that then that, that becomes like contagious. And not in a coronavirus bad, contagious way, but laughter and <laughs> like a, you know, like you can get someone a gift and make them laugh and make and, and have something that really stands out and, um, and really kind of speak into the wine community, which is which is um, you know the community that I I love. So
0: yeah, and like the sayings you come up with, like i back <laughs> that ass up. Like come on, like where <laughs> where do
3: you pull this this from? It's so funny and amazing. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, my background's in creative writing, and so, you know, I love, like, coming up with those sort of sayings, and so, "moldac That Ass Up is definitely one of my favorite and most original sayings. I try to make sure that all my sayings are as original as possible, like, sometimes people have the same idea, and that's great, but, you know, I really want to try to come up with ones that are different, and so that one just, like, hit me one day, um, and I just, like, I love, like... I have a lot that are kind of like play on rap songs which are really fun which or i absolutely one. love <laughs> yeah like the mall back. like i had another one that i came up i don't sell this thing but like you can do it put mall back into it like it's like oh. another one that's like oh. one of my favorites for mall back back just like works really well for like these fun sayings yes. um and then sometimes it's just like really simple ones that um, people end up really loving. Like one day I was like, "Fuck it, open the wine." Sorry if I'm not supposed to swear here, but oh um, no, we're
0: all about the swearing. Okay, okay it's cool. magical words. <laughs>
3: yeah. So I was like, "This is so simple," and I just and what I do is I'll post I post a different thing on Instagram almost every single day, and then I kind of learn from there like what people are really like digging. Like sometimes I really um, you know hit it. And sometimes I, you know, it's maybe not quite as funny. And so with Fuck it, Open the Wine, that was the one that I was like, that's just how I was feeling that day. Mm-hmm. And I posted it and people went crazy. And so that's like one of my best selling coasters, too. And it's so simple. <laughs> yeah. um, so so it's really it's really kind of fun to see how people react to the different sayings. And some of them are a little bit more tamer and sweeter. Like I have one for mom's. Um, and then, yeah, some of them are kind of these like edgier, um, edgier sayings that really like resonate with people, um, which is really fun uh, yeah. to see that.
0: I, yeah. I mean, they are hilarious. And like, if you ever, you know, like, go to her, her Instagram page, it's at um, sipping this, and there are so many. It is how many do you have at present? It's like maybe like I mean six dozen. I've just scrolled through. <laughs>
3: It's, I mean, it is, it's like, it's getting harder, but I like, there's certain points where I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna keep coming up with these sayings? Because it's been two years, at least on just Instagram. And again, those, I post a different saying on Instagram every day. And then I probably have around... Fifty sayings, coaster sayings, and shirts as well. Um, on that, I actually sell on the website because there's like production realities of you know right. not being able to like make every single saying. Um, and then plus, i like, I do seasonal ones around the holidays and Halloween and like certain certain times of the year. So there's definitely a lot of options to choose from. So like people can really personalize too, which I love. So like people can feel or like they can pick a saying that if they're getting it for themselves, that really resonates with them. Or if they're getting as a gift, that is like some, you know, there's always a saying that you can find that be like, that reminds me of this person or that person. And so you can really kind of give this like personal gift. Um, And that's what I like, love being able to give people that option um, to to find the kind of saying that really speaks to them the most.
0: Yeah. So what I know, I I know you said that there's been a few that have been like sort of your best sellers, like, fuck it, I'll just open the wine. But like, what are some of the other ones that you're like, yeah, I did that. And people are like, (laughs) yeah, you did. And they like love them and are are selling like hotcakes, if you will.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean I think like so one of my best selling products is I have a badassy mix set and so that comes with 14 Ooh. of like my most badassy like best selling things. Um so that way you can get a little mix of everything. So um it's more variety. And then otherwise I sell them in little packs of 4. So those are like almost like a greeting card. They're like fun little gifts that you can give to people. I mean I always love like this ch- i like I love the challenge of like beating like coming up with the next best say yeah. so right now I just launched um I drink wine to sanitize my insides, which is like pretty relevant right yeah. now yeah yeah
0: I think for the rest uh, of our lives it'll be relevant now
3: <laughs> yeah so it's like that one's like one of my new favorites uh, you know I, I have one a new one I launched that's you can find me in the tub a bottle full of bub because it's like you know maybe back in 2000 I was in the club but like even if it wasn't coronavirus like I would probably still like I like a nice night in the tub and like relaxing <laughs> like life has changed yeah but, yeah uh, so it's kind of of like, you know, finding like funny ones like that. But those are, those are new ones. Um, I'm trying to think. There's oh, there's one that is um before you lose your shit. Remember there's no wine in prison, and that one's been really popular. That is real, um, that it's very real and great
0: advice.
3: <laughs> yeah, And it's funny because it's like it was really popular over the holidays, and I think like people are like. You know, holidays can be stressful sometimes. So I think it was really, like, speaking to some people then. (laughs) I mean,
0: and also, like, that movie um, Office Holiday Party or Office Christmas Party. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, people should have went to jail in that movie. And so that probably
3: resonates, too. (laughs) For sure. Um, And then there's, I mean, there's ones that aren't, like, as edgy, I guess. Like, you can't make everyone happy. You aren't lying. It's just, like, a nice reminder to, like... You have to kind of like live your life and not care what everyone else thinks of you. Um, but it also is like, if you want to make someone happy, give them some wine and then you know, like exactly. that one. <laughs> so so yeah, there's like a range of um, different different sayings. And they're usually like a lot of them are sometimes inspired by things. In my life so like for example like i launched one that's best friends or basically therapists who get paid in wine and i came up with that one after like a night of just like me and my girlfriend and this was like pre-quarantine but you know just at my apartment drinking i think we were drinking a ton of rose and just like opening up so it's you know it's like i there's a wide spectrum and i I feel like um wine wine brings people together wine you know there's just it's it tastes good but it's it's kind of more more than that to me and a lot of people sometimes. So to kind of have fun with it is what I really love about what I do.
0: Yeah, wine, it it really does bring people together. Uh, My partner and I, the other day, we were talking about like two things in the world bring people together, food and liquor. Like (laughs) you can like be opposing views, but like... Everybody likes a good taco. Yeah. Oh, and
3: tacos. I love tacos. Yeah, yeah. I think it's
0: like mandatory if you're in this industry. You got to love a good taco. <laughs> So for sure. are you thinking of like expanding these novelty, uh, items into like, you know, like I've seen a few, of course, t-shirts, but also like, I see those, um, eye coverings for like, when you go to sleep, I forgot what they're called. I don't even know if they yeah. are called a thing, but like, are you trying to sell those soon because those are perfect, um, or any yeah. other items that you're, you're kind of looking into dabbing into? Yeah. So, I mean,
3: it started with coasters. So, um, that that's kind of like the core of my business and those are fun smaller gifts I also yes I have shirts and I've got a bunch of new tanks that I launched um for this summer like winetarian and wine trovert and it takes a vineyard so those are um those are super fun and then I have sold um eye masks are the other um another like product category that I have. And those are fun because I actually partner with my mom um, on those. And she she hand sews all of the eye masks that I sell. And so I did a limited time, a couple limited time ones that were just like your normal sleep masks. um, That said like wine wasted and blind tasting. So I might bring, I might bring those back. Uh, But then I also have this eye mask that is, it's it says hungover on it, and it actually helps with a hangover um, because oh, wow. it it has a filling in it. So you can put it in the microwave or you can freeze it. So it helps like with the puffy eyes. It also has like a slight scent to it. Um, so it's kind of just like um, with essential oils to help really just kind of combat those like nasty hangover symptoms. And they yeah. come in a bunch of different colors. So so those are that's a product that it's not necessarily wine specific, but. If you're hungover, which I've been in my life, um, Mm -hmm. it's like a lifesaver. And they're also just like really fun (laughs) gifts.
0: No, I love it. And we all need some of those uh, eye coverings and masks
3: the day after. (laughs) Especially tomorrow since it's National Rosé Day, I'm sure. Yeah. People need I should those. put mine in the. I should put mine in the fridge right now, but or the freezer. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, and I and I wanted to. There's definitely I have so many. I think that's the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is like I have so many ideas and there's so many other things that I would love to expand to and plan yeah. to expand to in terms of product offerings mm-hmm. um but i think it's just one of those things where you you take it one step at a time and i didn't want to rush it because i'm also very thoughtful about like Manufacturing and production. So once I have an idea, I have to, you know, I really try to take the time needed to like make sure who, you know, how do I source it here in the U.S.? You know, how do I support other female-owned production companies? Uh, You know, make sure it's you know sustainable as possible or you know things like that. So I really put a lot of thought into anytime I'm offering new types of products to make sure um, it kind of aligns with my philosophy, and then. But I've also done like cool partnerships. Like a year ago, I did a partnership with an artist who did a coloring book and she did um, some of my sayings. Uh, So that was really cool. So I really like to like find cool partnership opportunities too, where, you know, you can support other other creatives and we come together and, and do something really cool.
0: I'm here for that. And I love that idea of a coloring book because I would like to color mile back that ass up. That would be very therapeutic while drinking some mile back. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh. So are there anything um, that we can look forward to seeing uh, this year? I know it's a lot happening this year and, you know, I think a lot of people have, you know, had to shift gears because of the pandemic and everything else that's going on in the world. Um, So just wanted to know, like, if there were things that we could look forward to seeing uh, that are upcoming that you may be working on.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think for me, the hardest thing about the pandemic was, you know, I just hit two years uh, in the business and... I had a a lot of momentum going into this this year and was really excited about like the potential growth um and unfortunately coronavirus has slowed that down Mm -hmm. but it's and it has affected you know how I need to think about um you know where I focus my time and money and things like that um because while my direct sales have um been pretty consistent which is fantastic for people going to my website and ordering there um you know wholesale sales have really stalled because you know a lot of those small businesses Mm -hmm. had to you know shut their doors so i've just been trying to like figure out ways to support them through all this as well um i also had like a bunch of cool like partnerships with wine tasting events lined up that of course we can't be doing like events right now so that really like sucked but we're trying to like find other ways to like to get creative around wine tasting so i have been doing some uh wine tasting tuesdays it's not every tuesday necessarily but um so that's been a fun new project i'm working on where i'm tasting wines and um you know kind of teaching people about the different wines that i'm tasting so so that's like a fun new project um i'm also in the process of using this time to develop a or update my website so oh, nice. it's not necessarily new products but it's going to be a better experience uh for people when they come to the site where they can shop products find products easier um you know and, and just have more of that functionality and then also bringing in uh more of that wine knowledge and that like fun wine um like learning about wine in kind of a fun way uh so really kind of bringing that into the website as well and then yeah, I mean, I think I'll just, you know, I'm continuing to try to come up with new funny sayings every day. Um, I'll <laughs> which, probably be launching. Which you're great at, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, thinking about, probably, I'll probably be launching like new coasters and new um, shirts. Uh, and then thinking, yeah, I, I don't have any new category yet planned to launch, but new, new fun sayings. Um, I think it's something that, you know, everyone can look forward to. And, and hopefully I can kind of keep coming up with, keep beating beating my ol- old sayings with new, fun, fresh ones. I have a feeling you will not fail. Once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of your website, how how can people like go to your website? What is the address so that they can purchase items and also follow you on social media?
3: Yeah, for sure. So um, you can follow me on social media. It's at Sipping This across all social media um it's i'm most uh active on instagram so that's a great place to start and then to visit my shop you can go to shopsippingthis.com and that's where you can find all my products um I, like i said i'm in the middle of like updating my website but right now you could go to sippingthis.com and i have like these fun little like wine quiz games that you can play there um and it leads they all connect to each other so that's Ooh. another fun thing
0: yeah I love interacting. So this (laughs) sounds like something I need to go do later today
3: (laughs) as I'm on my fifth (laughs) rosé. Oh, my God. Amazing. That's like even better. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You were
0: about to say something. I'm so sorry. I interrupted.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say that. Like there are just little fun games where you can guess like is it the grape or is it um, the place? Because sometimes wine's named after a grape and sometimes it's named after the place it comes from. So it's wow. like that's like a little fun game. You can guess if it's red or white if it's And then all of the educational components I have are meant to just be really fun and really kind of like beginner level, just kind of get more comfortable learning about um, learning about wine. So yeah. yeah, I
0: love it. I love it because am yeah. um, I am a beginner. And so I, I mean, I've been drinking one since college, Um, (laughs) but, you know, learning about it is completely different than drinking it, you know, and and of course, like, I went to like a really big party school, and so... Boone's Farm was, like, the first drink I ever had. I feel very embarrassed telling this story. No.
3: Um, No, it's not embarrassing (laughs) at all. Same, Same. Yeah, and then, like, I moved
0: over to, like, Box of Wine, and, like, now boxes of wine are coming back, and people are, like, they're no longer, like, the, you know low budget quote unquote thing it's like the prestigious thing to do now so it's kind of cool to like know I was ahead of the curb and didn't know it <laughs>
3: oh, hell yeah you were no I mean I I didn't know anything about wine and I just like married someone who knows a lot about wine and I'm uh-huh. still learning like every day so it's like at first when I was with my now husband he, I wouldn't even like ask him questions I was just like I don't know you order something because I was used to like the Boone's Farm or whatever mm-hmm. um you know I had access to as like either a college student or you know someone who just moved to New York and didn't have any money but um (laughs) yeah and then and then over time I realized I'm like oh my god I need to like ask questions and like actually make an effort to learn because I'm like married to this guy who knows all about wine so it's really kind of worked out for me but I'm still learning every day and I just I just want to have fun with it and I want people to have fun with it and kind of just expand your palate is and like try new things is kind of my only recommendation to people who want to learn about wine.
0: Yeah, I agree. And speaking about learning and recommendations, right? <laughs> Here goes that question. What's your well, favorite yeah. rosé? Pew, pew.
3: <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I, yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard to pick a favorite wine. And like I said, I like to try different types of wine, but I will say my my favorite is is because it's pretty unique and I've, it's I have, it's my favorite for a couple of reasons. So it's called uh, gracchi. Mm. Uh, Togracci Rosé is the producer and it's from Sicily in Italy and it's actually the vineyard is on it's called Mount Etna and it's an active volcano in Sicily and so they grow this grape on this really unique soil and make rosé from that and um, I think that's just like it's so unique and I love that about it, and it also obviously like tastes tastes really good. Uh, but for for me, it's like I love those like stories of, and I think like. Yes, yeah, so a wine has to be good, but like when you have a more emotional connection with the wine, it like makes it even more better or even better. Yeah. Um so like I have had the luxury of like meeting the winemaker. His name's Alberto, and he um so I know him. he's like a family-owned winery, his wife actually makes her own wine too. They just had a baby like a couple years ago, and so like there's like an emotional connection. And then in terms of the wine itself, it's it's a rose, but it kind of has this like peachy, it's not your typical like peachy color to it. Mm -hmm. Um and it's really versatile because you can like you can drink it young or you can age it. Um it's kinda has this really like delicate and balanced um flavor to it. It has it's like the taste the the fruit is kind of like this beautifully underripe wild strawberry. So it's just like a great tasting wine, um and a great tasting rose. It's a little bit more sophisticated um but it's it's um still very approachable and i think it's like i think i just like love how it is a a unique spin on rosé but at the same time yeah and at the same time though it's national rosé day so like if i'm gonna go outside and really just like i call it porch pounders like i'm gonna just like drink a ton of rosé this might not be that. Like I'm gonna go to like a Provence Rose or like a Like, there's a brand called Brick and Mortar. Yes canned rose, which is like so dope and like just amazing like quality but like for not a ton of money and so it's just great.
0: Yeah. And actually, I'm I'm talking to brick and mortar uh, owner. So that's so cool because.
3: Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm so excited about that interview, too.
3: (laughs) I'm so glad that you're talking to them. Yeah, they they've supported me and my business as well, which is like so nice and they're family owned. So, yeah, like I like again, it's like the story behind the wine too. like to um, know that it's it's good people creating really great wine is it always means something. It really does. It really does.
0: Well, Laura, this has been so much fun and I can't wait to partner with you to do some amazing fun-filled things uh, and also help people get education on Rosé because it's Rosé Day every day. Oh yeah. (laughs) Hell
3: yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah, every day every like them, day okay every day yeah
0: I love it I love it well thank you so much Laura we really appreciate you joining us today and I know we're gonna have you back because we're gonna need to talk more about these coasters and maybe do an ITTV live where you can show people your amazing coasters
3: I would love that thank you so much for having me Renee and I'm so excited to yeah, to partner up with you again and um I hope you have a great Day drinking rose.
0: All day. <laughs> you already know. I hope
3: you too. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I will be. Yay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. I mean,
0: I love an entrepreneur and you are killing it. Want to say thank you so much for joining us this week. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to hear how Marilyn, the diva of wifey Rosé, got started in her career. And y'all, you don't want to miss this story because it is legit fire. Hey there, friends. It's me, Renee Johnson, here at the Rosé Hour podcast. And today, y'all, I tasted this rose and had to send it to my homegirls for their birthdays during quarantine. It's so delicious. But one of the partners of the organization has joined us today. She's amazing. She loves wifey. She's super, super, super fetched because she has multiple companies and an entrepreneur. Guys, give it up for Marilyn. Gonna mess it up, Bannelstein ah i messed it up didn't i no 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 you did really good yes, no. yes. i was saying in my head like 10 times like keep repeating it keep repeating it keep
4: repeating i no, you did perfect you're oh perfect.
0: thanks marilyn we are so happy to have you today oh thank you for having me I'm so happy to be here yes yes so I mean, I know people have seen your brand. I actually posted it on Instagram myself. I went to a local uh, liquor store and it was sitting next to John Legend's Rose. It was right in there in a huge like display case. And I was like, Ooh. oh, I must have more. <laughs> we I felt, love that. Yes. It made me feel like an addict a little bit. But <laughs> I went for it and it's so delicious. And we're so, so thankful that you're here to talk to us today about it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Marilyn, how did you get into the wine industry? And more importantly, how, are, how did you become such a great entrepreneur? Cause you have multiple businesses. So how do you do it all? Like, how did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always
4: put a credit to God and uh, this guy, by the name of Sean, Diddy Combs, <laughs> uh, many, many moons ago, many, many moons ago, <laughs> yes. when I was a uh, young kid, um, I heard um, Sean Combs on um, a local radio station here in New York where he said that he was looking for interns and this is when he had just formed Bad Boy um, Entertainment. And he was looking for some interns to come and uh, help out in the business. he gave out that then. you could just give your number out over the radio wow back in those <laughs> days <laughs> it wasn't his sale number it was more of his office number right landlines um, existed and then and pay phones right. yes yeah. <laughs> so I was like oh okay I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a shot and um the, the funny thing is uh he had one of those phone messages were similar to if you call like a big one answer comes now yeah, you'll get press one press two get one of those and uh, my dad has a very simple health system so I knew how to get bypass those messages yes and get to an actual person <laughs> mm-hmm. so you I have no tricks of the trade to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got to an actual person and that person was like you know come on in for an interview I came in long story short um has it, it's it, it, at first he was like you're too young you know um we, we don't have a place for you here you know and I was like please let me just intern for the summer right <laughs> and I can just I'll just show you guys how great I am let me just intern for the summer and literally he agreed and he was like okay just for the summer you know because you're out of school you know this would be cool because as you know Sean got his start at a very young age as well with mm-hmm. a label um under her relative you know uh um taking um him under his wing. Um right. so I started this lovely internship for summer at Bad Entertainment. What? And I remember um back in my dreams were I wanted to sing. Yes. <laughs> and I thought I was gonna be like this soldiery RD singer and I was going to school for vocal and performing arts and stuff. I just knew I had the J-Lo package, right?
0: Yes, come <laughs> on, order. Mary J, come on. <laughs> I was
4: um, walking through the office, I think, one day, and I think Faith was, like, in the restroom or something like that, and she was like, or she was walking down the hallway, rather, and she was singing, and I was like, oh, I sound like that. <laughs> 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 I was like, I... I kind of sound like that in the dorm but not like just out in the hallway. So then I was like, oh my God, my high school has, you know, was just tapping. And like, they were just on me, telling me I could sing and I, poor of me could not sing a lick. They awesome. were hyping you up. So, they were like, go so girl, they were get it. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you got this. You know, we want to give you solo parts at this spring festival and oh, <laughs> this little is. <laughs> and, um, I could not a lot I could think of it and at that moment I decided, well maybe some Apple is not part of scared but behind. Right. Um and um, that summer I worked on a couple of accounts and um uh kind of organized more of the uh operation side of of the business at that time at a very young age and at the end of the summer, I knew that my internship was going to come to an end. So I basically prepared this whole report about why I should my internship to be extended.
0: Yes! Uh, <laughs> are you my spirit animal?
4: Come team. on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to create these opportunities. That's, that's right. That's, a, a, um, that's yeah, right. never right here. Because <laughs> they're not going to come to you. <laughs> they're, they're, not. The great, great they're not. They're not just dropping um, out of
0: the sky. You are right about that. <laughs>
4: So I literally went to the GM at the time and presented him a report and said, you know, I saved this amount of money for the summer. I created this type of process and this type of structure. And back then, people used to write letters, like fan letters. It was, so there were big fan programs at labels that were like, no one would take on because, you know, it's it was so just much. random le- le- yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It, and it was random letters um, from random people. Essentially, just imagine you getting letters from people that DM you every day if you're, like, a popular celebrity. Mm. Um, so, it was letters from all over the world, all over the country. I had, you know, developed, like, a whole fan program to structure it a little bit more that the that fan program that the bigger label. And um, because I had saved the money, the DM was like, listen, I don't-, <laughs> I don't know what's
0: going on. I don't know where we found you at. He was We're like, uh, there are work release programs that we can use yeah. for high school students for cro- like course credit. Out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he, we
4: ended up figuring it out. And, you know, it was probably one of my, the best things that I did in my life because I was able to bi- take that internship and build it into um, a whole career. Uh, I, you know, years later ended up leaving in um, 2014. I ended up leaving and launching my own company, but I left as a, I was a senior executive. It was a very secure job for wow. a great benefit. Um, and I ended up leaving and launching my own uh, lifestyle marketing uh, agency. Ooh. The reasoning behind that was I had been with Sean for, you know, the majority of my adult life. You know, I, I, I've had other jobs, like obviously i worked at McDonald's and, um, there was like a record store in Times Square that I worked at at some point or whatever. But as, as it relates to corporate, right, um, right. I, you know, did the bulk of my career with John and uh, I had some other opportunities that arrived a year here. I went and pursued that, came back or whatever. Um, so it was important for me to kind of strike it out on my own. Um, it was, it always been in, I guess, in me to kind of challenge, you know, how far I can go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you can see from the internship, I yes. to a career. Um, so it was really big on me. I was coming up on, uh, I think, 20 years or whatever uh working with him and i you know was very focused on not spending uh my 20th year there um nothing bad or anything just more of you know there's a there's a saying like uh erica pitman will kill me because i always forget how to say this day people (laughs) but (laughs) it's like if if you made one day make another day yes Um, i'm here for that um, Yes. yes yeah so it was like you know stand on your own you know what 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 do you what can you do and what do you offer on your own without that home thing floating behind your neck you know Mm -hmm. so it was more of a personal challenge for me and um just a challenge to see what potential I had in myself um so, in January 2015, I opened MB Management Group, which was this like full-service lifestyle marketing agency that catered to brands and helped them connect to, concern, um, to consumers via the entertainment industry, oh, primarily music. Um, so, I had all these amazing relationships because I, before I had left Bad uh, Boy, uh, Homes Enterprises now, as they call it... Um, I was responsible for the music branded entertainment program at The Rock, where um, I basically led and executed every time you've seen a sarong bottle in a rapper's hand. That was you! <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was a challenging time in my life for <laughs> those four years. Um, I, I had a lot of sleepless nights and uh, early mornings because I still had my regular job, which I was... Um, the head of um, business operations in HR for uh home enterprises as well. Wow. Um and then towards the evening I would like kind of switch into this marketing role <laughs> where God. I dealt with pets <laughs> and I would meet them, you know, whether, they you know, if they were having dinner or they were at the studio or doctor's appointments, whatever. Girl, <laughs> you were around town for like four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, like, their best friend for four years. Um, wow. So um, sometimes it would be late nights at the studio, but it was really important for me to be... Because a lot of times artists are, you know, a lot of brands, a, a lot of big brands throw their creative at an artist. It doesn't; They don't necessarily understand the culture. They just want their creative to fit into whatever the artist is doing. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. You have to really understand what an artist is going through from the time that they wake up to the time that they sleep and why they do things that they need to do the way they do it. Mm. And in order for me to do that, I had to kind of partner with them on this and like shadow them for months on end to realize. So it was a lot of like, okay, I'm in the studio at three in the morning, but I need to get work by 9 a.m. because I might have a staff meeting or whatever. Um, But those paid off because, you know, I believe that, Rock had like maybe 10, 10 hit songs on the hip hop, on the um, hip hop chart. At <laughs> one time? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like there was like, you couldn't, cause I was in the studio. So literally, you know, every time you heard her first one, Anna say something, so I probably was in the studio at that point <laughs> to make sure we were somehow integrated in these songs or whatever. You were and like, and like, uh, pass us a rock someone? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then they just, you know integrating a brand into their lifestyle. So um, it was a it was a a challenging time from a tweet perspective, but it was honestly something that I did, I could do in my sleep. Like it was not it wasn't a challenging path. It wasn't a challenging program, at least for me. And I think that comes a lot from my HR background um, because you know the same thing you're you're motivating people to do the things that you need them to do Mm -hmm. or motivating them to get the best out of themselves. So you're just taking one talent and you're just applying it in another area, right? Yeah. So, um, working with talent, it was just like working with an employee population at Colton Enterprises. So, um, it was very easy for me to um, win and be successful in that category. Um, so I was just like, wait, let me go do this out on my own and let me see if I can do it for other brands. Yes. So hence how I, I ended up launching um, MB, where, you know, um, Sean signed on as the first client, which i <laughs> so happy for. <laughs> yes! Um, and then, you know, I landed you know, through word about all of my businesses come through word of mouth. I've never had to really kind of post Find ads or clients. You know, pitch clients. Yeah. Um, I pitched them after the fact that they found out about, you know, who I am and what I do. Um, I come in and pitch them on what services I can provide for them. But a lot of my um, business came from word of mouth. Um, so, you know, I've worked with uh, Kmart, uh, Nick, uh, Mona Scott Young, oh obviously my. the house of brands that Sean Combs owns, um, uh, Monster, the head folk speaker people, um, Rap Snacks, which is a large <gasps> brand that everyone knows Yes, now. you hear um, the gas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, I have, I mean, the list goes on. So I've, I've been um, blessed to be able to work with uh, a lot of different creative brands and helping them get their messaging out utilizing whatever talent that they um were using for the national campaign and kind of marrying those together to result in like some actual sales and (laughs) brand awareness um so it was During that time, I actually met my partner. Well, my partner, he and I knew each other when I was at um, Combs because when I was working on the music entertainment program, I worked a lot with Meek Mill, and he was one of Meek Mill's managers. Um, So we kind of continued our relationship at MD because he owned RapStack. So he eventually hired me to come on and do the entertainment marketing for RapStack a couple of years ago so and he was doing a rebranding initiative um and you know we launched Draft so it kind of helped him look that. and then um last year I want to say I had been traveling to Europe back and forth and um not last year but the year before so that was in 2018 I believe um I had Italy as I was Looking for vineyards to partner with to kind of, because I've always wanted to do my own wines primarily Prosecco. Um, and this is before the Prosecco craze. Like, I remember talking to my friends like 2013 about right. Prosecco, and
0: I was like, this is gonna be the latest, the next thing and here we are today. Right. And it's like it's um, popping a, a little it, bubbly that's not champagne. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the household name. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I found the
4: vineyard and my plan was to move, move forth with the perfecto. And I was telling my partner at the time that, oh, you know, I'm I think I'm going to, my next step is going to, you know, produce this brand because, you know, you could be, an being an entrepreneur is great. Being in that nine to five employee is great as well you know I don't knock anything I'm all for nine to five employees because let me tell you it is safe it is comfortable and um I mean you know it's challenging the day-to-day but um at least you know that there's a check coming (laughs) every every other week or whatever um entrepreneur is like you know you just out there like rolling (laughs) the dice every day every day you're rolling the dice. Yes. Might be, we might be
0: up today or we might be down. <laughs> it may be a few days. Um, so, it may be another few days. Right?
4: Yes. It might be months, you know, and you have to kind of cover yourself financially. And it's a, it's not really for the weak-minded because, you know, being an entrepreneur, you hear no, like, it, it's like the no triple 200 times. Yep. Like, you'd be like, I've never heard no so many times in my entire <laughs> life. Yes. And you kind of got to, you got to, um, kind of pick yourself back up every day and, you know, get back in it and know that a yes is eventually going to come. You're not obviously going to hear so for the rest of your life. That's just not how the world operates in business. You know, business transactions are happening every day. It's just a matter of you picking the right person at the right time with the mm-hmm. right budget, you know, mm-hmm. and you are eventually get a yes. But just the getting through the no is such a, a in itself, mentally and emotionally. And, you know, the ups and downs, mentally and emotionally, you just have to be, like, really prepared for that and be down to find um, and down financially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that you can get through it. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, oh, wait, I'm a little, uh <laughs> <Just> like that. <laughs> Trust me, I understand okay, it, all of it. this. <laughs> I was going back yes, to something. I was like, I'm going to say that. Oh, okay, so basically, it's this our guy's um, I want to... <laughs> own a product that, that would be making money while I slept I, I you know who mm-hmm. it, right? you know I didn't want my income to depend on me getting up and pitching a client or doing some sort of event or execution against a program um, it was more important for me to if I'm from at night or I'm waking up uh, you know maybe i have sold 15 or 20 pieces of something you know yeah. um and moving away from that retainer, the type of structure that you have as an entrepreneur, um, it was really, really important to me. And, you know, I actually dwindled down some of my business so I could focus on the wine aspect of it because I it, uh, something in me must have told me <laughs> really? this world is gonna be a different place very soon. Figure it out. <laughs> so w- my partner and I was on the phone last year and basically, she was like, you know, I have this IP. I've always wanted to do a wine. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I got the end You know, I have the marketing and I have the supplier, right? Yes. Um, and, uh, and basically came together. And that's how Wifey was created. And literally, yes. we didn't even know it was going to move that fast. It was just like, again, it was something that we just focused on. We were like, okay. We want to see, you know, let's sample different wines. All right. Let's look at packaging, you know. And packaging in itself is a headache in itself. Yes. <laughs> My, it, it's just getting just getting the right packaging and getting the right design on your bottle and, you know, determining whether you want a screw top or a mushroom cork, determining how much, you know, uh, air is going to go inside the bottle. is You know, you want a hard bubble or soft bubble, you know. It's a lot that goes into creating a wine from start to bringing it to the state which is your middle point because then you still have to get into retail and out to the consumer which is your end point,
0: right right so
4: we um, partnered together we moved pretty quickly I think we, I want to say we started on this project for real in February and by we were already re- we were going to Italy in the late August of, towards the end of August top of September and our product was already done and they wow. were bottling it so we literally were going to pick up the first two bottles, basically. Um, and by October, we had, a, like, a, you know, a slight, like, labeling because nothing goes right. when I mean, mm-hmm. you're creating
0: a product, mm-hmm. it's always something that goes a little wrong. always <laughs> something. And it's that little something you're like, man, I can't even plan for this. How? Yeah. Right. So, um, that delayed is maybe like two or three weeks,
4: but, um, and then for those that don't know, anything that you import from another country obviously takes 30 days on a boat to get here. So, we waited And let's not exactly forget about the tolls. tariffs, too. Yeah. hmm You pay all kinds of taxes, uh, to, to, to bring your product in and you have to have, um, all kind of, you can never handle your product as a supplier, so you have to have all kind of licenses transportation companies, distributors, um, get involved in importers. So the importer is responsible for getting your products from your, your uh, dock overseas to the state dock <laughs> um, or port side. Wow. And then they work with a transportation company that kind of brings your product to whatever warehouse where it would lay, whether it's in a warehouse, whether it's going straight to a distributor. But those people must be licensed as well to deal with uh, wine experience. So it's not an easy task. It's not like you know, you know, you make an order online; and then come here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like that
4: at way all. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, I and mean, then you have to label. You know, you have to register your label two times. You register it with the government that you are—the Italian government—where you're exporting, and you, re- you register again with the U.S. government. And both labels have to be approved, obviously, by both countries. Wow. So it's a little bit more um, tedious. Um, when people usually ask me about wine, I usually tell them, you know, I mean, you can do import if you want, but it's a headache and it's it's expensive. Or you could just do domestic wine. Um, and there are a lot of people out here that white label wine uh, that you know, that that process is a little bit easier. I mean, you still have the TTB that you have to deal with and the three tier system that you have to deal with, but um, at least you're cut, you're cutting out that. 30- to 90-day window overseas, mm-hmm. and you're not dealing with all the tariffs that come from um, bringing it in. So, um, basically, yeah, so we were on the market by October. By the end of the month of October, we were online for sale, which was an amazing experience. And um, <laughs> we've been we've been doing really, really good. We actually got into retail, uh, I want to say, which was, you know, we've been so random. COVID has definitely changed everything. And it's so fun and how everybody does business and how you just operate. Um, so obviously uh, uh rest- restaurants and nightclubs have suffered the most in hotels and the travel industry. So, you know, we were going into a key market, um, when COVID hit, which was the DC Maryland area. Yes. Um, and um, we we made it in <laughs> but usually uh Retailers kind of and distributors shy away from new brands because obviously you can't, as a consumer, go in the store and look and touch and feel. You're ordering from a window now or online, so you might not even be familiar with the brand. Um, our distributors um, and our partners believed in the brand and they took us in. And, you know, we just actually sold out in DC. And we're, I think we restocked this week. Um, I, I know why. I really, really it was partly because up. of
0: me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in yeah. DC and I literally went and bought several bottles for a friend's birthday. So I know. <laughs> you are, she's not lying, people. <laughs> yeah,
4: so people love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's been an amazing thing. Like, um, people, you know you know, I get the question a lot. That you know, what is like that one moment that you're like, wow, this is really happening? <laughs> I literally tell people that for the one first moment was when like the first order came that someone that I did not know, but, like yes. not my friends or family, purchased yes. model. That was the first moment because I was like, wow. How did you celebrate I that? Myself, yeah. I did like, do. I think it was my friends and I at different I I'm probably, I'm but <laughs> uh, I literally was like because that was my thing and my friends knew it too because I kept saying you know from the summer I was saying you know if I could just sell one bottle I know I could sell two bottles. All I needed to do is sell one. And once I sell one bottle, I can sell two. And if I sell two bottles, I definitely could sell four. And once I sell four, I'm gonna sell eight. Yes. <laughs> and that's, like, that's all I needed so that one bottle. And so when I saw it, and I saw that it was the one that I knew, my partner knew, I was like, oh, all right, we're in here. I was like, Great. I feel the second bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then that second, I guess, moment was, um, I think I was, this was when, like, this is recently. Honestly, I'm literally at at home working from home, uh, not going outside because I was in New Jersey, oh, um, and we we're, were still on like real lockdown. So, <laughs> um, literally, I'm like this having to be. I think it was a Sunday, and I'm like working because that's what you do as an entrepreneur. You're always working in <laughs> your free time. Right. Your idea of having fun on a Saturday or Sunday is laying
0: on your couch on your laptop with like, a glass of wine working. Yes! Saturdays, you're that, like, ooh, I could do this. That's the real estate <laughs> that's me <made> today. <laughs> <laughs> that is your idea of fun.
4: Like a good Sunday, a good Saturday evening. And you're like, yes, the best thing ever. <laughs> so I was like working and um, I went on Instagram for a second and literally I seen a tag. Someone had tagged me that was in LA, because of course they have lifted their their headquarters, and LA was in their best life. So yes. Um, and this, uh, a young lady was on a yacht with one seat. I thought was like crazy, and I was like, oh wow, oh, okay, okay. People are just having fun outside. With this your drink. With Play. your drink. And then, like, literally ten minutes later, someone else, another young lady, was on a yacht in Miami. <laughs> okay. And I was like, what's happening here? And I was like, what kind of life am I living? And I'm on the couch on a Saturday evening. <laughs> in New Jersey. Ain't no yacht. I can't get on nobody. You're yacht. like, there's if nobody water. on water. Nobody's, nobody's yacht. And my bottle is sitting on two different yachts <laughs> on two different toes <laughs> mm-hmm. during a pandemic. Okay, we must be doing something, right? <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah, so... I d I didn't even celebrate that moment, but again that's because be honest. Oh, let me get back in it. I was like, let me look for some more um, stuff that I could be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> But that was like the second like weird, like, what happened? Uh, right. <laughs> and the, the memo. But and like me on a yacht?
0: <laughs> but like how how awesome is it that like something you've created, right? Is bringing people joy during a pandemic? <laughs> oh, I love it. It's mind-blowing. It. You know,
4: our whole thing is, you know, celebrate the moment. You know, that was our our theme going into this year as well. Um, and, you know, because of COVID, we've had to pivot a bit. We still are, you know, celebrate moments. Because life is just a string of moments, you know, strung together, right? So we're all about celebrating, you know, the small and big moments and every moment in between, right? Yeah, And... Then we realized there was like you know, this sort of empathy that came from Americans all together. Just like when you're on social media, just us coming together, like you know, that be nice moment when everybody was trying to get on be nice mm-hmm. slides, you know, like versus versus um, coming out of this, you know, um, it was like this moment of togetherness, you know, and um, we're very big on you know celebrating with love and, you know, pouring with love, you know, if you're going to go celebrate your girlfriend, you know, because, you know, it, and our birthdays and weddings um, and and engagement parties, they all look different now, you know? Yeah. We're finding that our consumers are going to, customers are going to parks to have picnics, you know, and that's the date night for them or a date day, rather, you know? <laughs> right. um People are just, people are figuring different things out If we want to be a part of this moment. We want to be a part of the you know this is life now you know um are we going back to our old life i really doubt it and how we did things before um but this is life now and we're figuring out ways to still connect with one another but mm-hmm. in like a safe way um so we're all about that and we want to be a part of every bit of it we want to be a part of the backyard wedding yes. <laughs> that's been going down you know um the the rooftop parties on top of people's apartment buildings for their girlfriend's birthday or engagement parties we're here for the smaller localized you know and just rediscovering friendships and rediscovering love because we keep saying love is not canceled
0: (laughs) it is not and i feel like people are doing that they're showing it more and they're being more intimate you know in other ways Yeah. and, and I think this is such a great moment. Like, yes, the pandemic said, however, comma, it is good that people are reconnecting, you know, in so many different ways.
4: Yes, So, and we wanna be a part of that experience, you know? So a lot of us, a lot of the things that we do on social um, and marketing-wise is trying to figure out how, how are we playing a role in that moment in that experience so this is not something that we're going to forget you know this is one of those moments that Remember? Remember when
0: we could? <laughs> we could go outside for four months, but then people did. We drowning, like for real. Good. The world was grounded because Florida was acting crazy. Yes, your friend Florida was acting up, and nobody told Florida that she couldn't go outside for real, for real, because her dad was tripping. Governor, uh, like. you know your name. Stop tripping. <laughs> Let them kids stay inside. <laughs> Right, right. Wow, no, but this is true. And with that said, how can people connect to you and actually purchase some wifey rosé during this pandemic moment?
4: Yes,
0: because every bottle sale counts. That's my new thing. Yes, <laughs> like, every bottle <laughs> sale. Can we hashtag that? <laughs> every bottle sale counts. <laughs> so, yes, um, you can go
4: to brands the end, com, and click the shop button, and we ship to over really 40 plus states now. Um, and the state District state of Columbia. Enlisted, yes, we do. Um, if your state isn't listed, you know we actively send us an email because we're working on adding states. As well, believe it or not, um, the direct to consumer, which is that online things mm-hmm. um, service, uh, believe it or not, the law is still behind. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. huge. Some of us
4: on, on this channel. So, um, we are still waiting <laughs> for some states to open up legally for, or, uh, you know, as a law. It's not us not wanting to ship there. It has nothing to do with us. Our distributor is more of a legal thing. Yes. Um, so, some states that we do not ship to, but we are moving into certain states with a retail footprint. And so, in D C and Maryland, you can obviously find us in about twenty plus stores out there. Um, we have recently launched this week I believe into the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Yay. Massachusetts, Rhode Island. I oh, like I'm forgetting something. New Jersey,
0: Delaware New York,
4: Connecticut. Massachusetts. Nope, not Delaware. Massachusetts, Rhode Island. I don't know what I'm forgetting the other states. There's a six state. Um wow. This is what happens when the states start rolling in very quickly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll just <laughs> go to the there's, website there's, and y'all can see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
4: yeah. So we're, we'll be updating the website in about two weeks uh, uh, with the the actual state that we are in from a retail perspective. Um, if we're in, if we're not in your state where you can't walk into a liquor store or wine store store and pick up YP, you can always order it online. Um, and as we expand, we recommend that people just sign up online because. As we enter more states, we notify our consumers and let them know, oh, we're here now. You can find us at the
0: below. Yes. (laughs) Come to your your local liquor store, Queen. We are here. Yes.
4: And then um, on our socials, you can find uh, Drink Wifey is our social for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. It's at Drink Wifey. Um, and for me, I'm at Maddie um, Natty uh, Me, M A D D I E M E Y. And that's you to find. I'm on Instagram as Natty Me. Um, so that's like my primary place that I live. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> you can find me over there. You and, go find you know, her, forward.
0: y'all. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited about this. I look
4: forward this. to <laughs> hearing from you guys.
0: Yeah. Well, Marilyn. I know I told you twenty minutes. It's been thirty-five. You are just so much more. I was ha- doing so much
4: talking. No, I hope I didn't bore anybody. With no, let me story. tell you.
0: I oh. literally like stay in my chair like you were sitting in front of me. Like I leaned in. Like <laughs> tell me more. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Girl, get this tea." Yes. So we clearly have mm-hmm. to have you back. Uh, and especially when outside opens a little bit more, hopefully we could do something in person, uh, and we also do virtual happy hours. We love to have you there. Um, but before you. you know, you know, this is the final Jeopardy question. I told you about this. What's your favorite rose? <laughs> oh, my
4: favorite rose is whitey
3: rose. Oh, before I forget, oh my gosh, I, 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 it's an exclusive. <laughs> yes, exclusive. <laughs> alert! Young, alert.
4: I know, alert! My partner already posted some of this but we are launching a new varietal so it's gonna be a cuvee, which is a white sparkling wine it's gonna be a little sweeter um so people that love sweet wine sweet, sweet sparkling wine uh the cuvee is for you uh it's gonna, it's gonna be in a black bottle it'll be very similar to our rosé bottle um but it'll just be black and white um but that is coming to the market probably
0: at the tail end of August. Um, but if you visit our site, um, and sign up for updates, we will notify you and it'll also be on our site when we officially watch for a I'm like that girl on the, um, what is it, the Tyra Banks uh, American Stop Model that's like, she crying, but she like rooting her hand. Like that. that's me yes. right now. I'm that meme right now because that was just so awesome <laughs> to hear. That's so amazing yes. you guys are are, are launching another rattle and it's a cuvee.
4: Girl, yes. yes we're so excited. Yes. We're super, super excited Cheers. and we
0: hope everyone loves it. Well, they will. They will. They will. <laughs> uh, Marilyn, uh, clearly we need another show with you. Several shows with you. <laughs> you are such a breath of fresh air and amazing. We really really appreciate you um people follow her by this wifey rose when i tell you it is so good you will not regret it best dollars you will spend in 2020 let's put it out there (laughs) Mm. (laughs) well thank you marilyn we really appreciate you for being here thank you thank you guys cheers Wow, thanks, Marilyn. And you used to work for Diddy, so I don't know if y'all know. Take that, take that, take that. She took that job. I'm so proud. Like, there's nothing like stopping a woman who is determined to make a change in the world. She's talking to the woman in the mirror. She wanted to make the world a better place, so she took a look at herself and made that change, y'all. <laughs> and we said the want to say thanks, Marilyn, and also to Laura for joining us this episode. We are so, so thankful for both of you. want to thank Bartender Ben. Uh, we want to thank all of our amazing team, Angeline and Magdalene. Everyone here at Shot the Rose Hour Podcast. Don't forget to Get go to our up. website,
2: RoseHourPodcast.com.
0: We have merch and we're updating our website. DC. So we will have a new, LA. renovated LA. website soon. Also, don't New forget York. to go to iTunes
2: Rose, and get
0: the Rosie Hour podcast theme song. Everybody drinks one day. So why not listen to a song to tell you to do that? Because everything is good to be
2: We okay. ship, a Rosé. Yeah.
0: We're on the world. As always, don't forget to subscribe. Click, we like, follow Rose, all the, the And until
1: next week, friends, Let me